Yes. Okay, welcome to the next episode of Dude, Where's My Flashlight? Tonight, we have the honored guest, Alonzo Zoe After Dark, coming from Chicago. How are you tonight, buddy? I am really good, man. Really excited to be here. How are you? Oh. Super stoked to have you on the show. You know, it's funny because we met actually almost a year ago. At, we just, just passed our friend friends anniversary. We just passed our friends anniversary. In fact, Facebook just threw out like eight awesome images we collabed together in yeah. New York, dude. I was super stoked to see that today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show, my friend. Um, I have to tell you, man, uh, I've been looking forward to having this combo with you because you've been a huge inspiration to me. Um, especially early on when I first started light painting, I really looked at your feed and I just was like, oh my God. Stop. No, before I even met you. In fact, in fact, when we went to New York, I was a little bit nervous to meet you because I was like, oh my God, you know, this is going to be like this, like Alonzo's going to be there. And I was like, oh, cool. And I was doing some tube spin by myself by then. But dude, when we first got together, we first, you know, did that one, uh, well, we did the American flag, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. We started doing some stuff on our own, and it just clicked, man. So, so, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. How yeah. you been? You know, you know what's funny? I, I, I do the same thing with people that I haven't met in person. I, I kind of fanboy to myself, like, oh, man, that's that's ethereal light, or that's like, you know, and it, it, it's so-and-so, and I kind of I, I I go through the same motions, you know. It's 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 cool because you 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 see people's work and you don't really know the person, so there's a sort of anticipation of like how they are and who they are, and you know. So I, I totally feel you on that, man. But but thank yeah. you. It's it's an honor that you said that about me. I I I don't at all believe any hype. Uh, I I'm just a fellow artist like yourself, so. Well, you're you're too humble, my friend, for the talent that is just exuding out of Chicago. And I want to talk about uh, the Chicago meetup a little bit because you met some you met some cool artists as well. Uh, so, what, what? Tell me about the latest meetup you guys were just at. Yeah, so I'm a I'm an admin with uh, Windy Sitters Windy C eh, can't even speak uh, Windy City Spinners, and um, we have a few folks. That uh, light paint in the city, um, uh, Roach Bites, uh, Clayton. I, f I forget Clayton. Clayton's like one of the best people to do orbs, and his he's got the weird like uh, Instagram handle XX Clay something. But it, you, but you know the work. Yeah. Uh, my good friend uh, Lucio Prestige and um, you know, a bunch of other Chicago folks that were in the house. But specifically, we wanted to have the meetup to invite. Some local or some folks from out of state, um, you know. Originally, we're gonna have some folks come in from from Iowa and from Indiana. A blue soul from Indiana was gonna be with us, um, but unfortunately, it, it the only person that came down was uh, Chris uh, A O W B X, who you just had recently on the podcast. I saw yeah. that right up. And Chris is a super cool dude, like super talented love all the stuff that he does we actually feature him a lot on windy city city um spinners um so it was fun um you know normally when we have our meetups we like to do a, a very open invite general meetup for you know non-light painters to kind of see the work and to learn a little bit about lung expo and, and light painting and then afterwards we'll have our little after party 
in und undisclosed, possibly abandoned areas that uh, tend to be a lot of fun to get into and to create. Because that's really, you know, that uh, I have to say with Chicago, I, I, Chicago is an awesome city, and I think we have amazing skylines. Um, we have great architecture um, and an awesome lakefront, but we don't have a lot of the stuff that a lot of light painters have, which are open, accessible, dark, unlit areas. You know, there's a lot of light pollution in town. So really to do really fun, long expo stuff, you, you got to find uh, either abandoned buildings or any interior studio spaces, warehouses where you have, you know, complete darkness. So yeah, but it was fun to be able to create in that environment. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And you're shooting mostly in the city. You know, one of the things uh, that I think you've mostly uh, inspired me, I, I look through your feed and I'm always like, dude, what is the one like awesome superpower that Zoe just absolutely is mastered? And dude, honestly, the one thing you've taught me was location hunting. You are the absolute master. When I met you, <laughs> we were in the back of an Uber and you were like, Dude, look at this bird's eye view from Google Map here, and like this is yeah. where we're gonna stand. And you had like, you know, it's a hundred, it's like 158 yards to the subject. And we're gonna like, yeah. it was like, oh my god, there's so much awesome planning into this, and it really shows in your work, dude. So hey. like, you know, like when, when did you start doing like? Obviously, that leads into composition. So right. your composition and your locations, dude, a thousand percent awesome. Tell us about like how you find a location and what you think about before you even go out there. So just to, before I answer that question, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on myself. So I've been an artist for, I date myself here, but since college, so it's been 20 plus years since I've been an artist. So, so anything that I've, that I've, the cool thing about being a light painter at this point in my life is that it's been a, a sort of a, a, an accumulation of knowledge that I've had, that I've had as an artist for, for a pretty long time. And so through that and, and, Prior to me being a light painter, um, I was a filmmaker. So I had written, directed, and, and done uh, about three short films and a, and a feature film, all within the span of a few years. And so I come from that background where details matter, composition matters, locations matter. So I, yeah, I, I appreciate that you pick up on that because that's the one thing that I do pride myself on. I'm not... Um, and not because of lack of wanting to try. I'm not, I don't do a lot of complex um, light paint work that might be more considered on the up, up, upper echelon. Although I, you know, luckily in the last meetup, I did dabble in some of that and it was really good to really get creative there. Um, but I, I like to work with what I have, right? And, and, and working with what I have is um an eye for locations um because chicago is a great city it's a i'd probably say it's probably one of the most photogenic cities in this country if not in this world because of our great architecture our skyline um so so i literally and and it's funny my wife will will you know when we're out and about and just like on a regular saturday out shopping I will see a bridge or I will see an overpass or I will see a park. And I'm like, I'm coming back here tonight after we put the kids to bed and I'm going to location hunt and I'm going to do some test shots because my mind never stops when it comes to looking at locations and looking at where I can possibly find my next, my next series of shots. And I literally did that last night. I was, <laughs> I was out at a, 
I did a, sh a shoot for, for, for pole dance studio. And on my way back home, I was like, I'm going to go stop off at a couple of spots. Cause I need to plan out my next series of shots. Well, you know, it's so important zone. And I, I can't say thank you enough for teaching this community, the importance of this, you know, because you get out there and, um, you got the model with you, you got maybe a couple of models with you, you've got an assistant, you've got maybe it's just you, but you're, you've got other people's time on your hands. And the more you have planned per se, not necessarily maybe the light painting, because there is a little bit of artistic, you know, um, improvisation at the last minute. I love that. But as far as the composition, that could really save some time. And as we get into the winter months, which obviously we're in November now, it's right. that warm outside. So no one's going to be standing around being like, Oh, what do we do next? And everyone's gonna yeah. be you like, oh, you're the captain of the ship. You should have actually, you should have a plan. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. To me, it's about you know really uh, taking initiative. You know, um, when you're on, when you're out, and and things always change, right? Your environment might change. You may get somewhere, and you might see a like, especially in the city. I might have some really nasty overhead light that's really killing the, the vibe. So you really got to have an eye for what works um, and, and, and be willing to take those risks, you know? Uh, and to me, that's part of the fun with light painting is that you're creating something. And it, to me, it's just not, not just the light. It's the light, it's the model, it's the location, it's the composition. Um, um, you know, there's a lot of creativity that you can do without the light in just a simple basic light. And that's why I love the light tubes. You know, I mean, the, the person that has is our common denominator, right? Uh, the master, the Jedi master, Eric, uh, his work is, you know, um, it, it, it's very, um, it's, it's simple in that it is just a simple light. Um, but he goes to these otherworldly locations and, that, and to, to me that's been my inspiration as, as I'm sure he has with you and with a lot of light painters that like to do tube lights um and, and and it's funny because of him and because of our meetup last year and then earlier this year or uh, a couple months ago I got to go to Joshua Tree which we'll have to talk about um and like being able to travel for light painting now now anytime that i go out somewhere i'm already with tube bag in hand and i'm like i need to light paint uh you know like i went to toronto with my family and you know did some stuff there and you know little road trips here to either michigan or milwaukee or wherever and i'm constantly like thinking like all right what can i do in this location you know yeah. so it's it's such an awesome world to be in because we're we're really focused in on how we can create with where we're at, you know, and I know you do, I mean, you're, you're just, you're probably even busier than me and we're going to have to talk about your, your travails through the, through uh, North and South America, man. That, that looks like you had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, absolutely, brother. Uh, I think Katie May and I have been to nine countries since we've seen each other last. Um, awesome. And so that's, that has been an, a huge adventure artistic uh movement for us it's been it's been fun to travel it's been fun like you said just to grab the tube bag um they're light they travel well they fit in the overhead um yeah i mean you can just literally walk out with a flashlight and a tube and you could be making beautiful art uh yeah. you know so you need your tripod and your dslr and all that stuff but right. um yeah like you i found i found the tubes are just nice simple elegant beautiful and if you put the composition and 
tell the story with the model and obviously and where her hands are and what the action of the photo is and where you place her in the frame, blah, 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 blah. These are all super important things on how to take a good light painting into a great light painting. Exactly. Um, you know, and I, obviously we follow in Eric's, you know, tutelage. Mm. Uh, you know, he's the, the ultimate Jedi. You know, and honestly, dude, I feel like a lot of ways you are my Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, like we were out there, you know, I feel like we could be thrown into any situation right. just like we were that one night. And we were like, dude, right. we could come out with the beautiful light paintings no matter where we're at, no matter what we're stuck with. And right. uh, that's just commendable, man. That's just that's just you as an artist. Yeah, I love no, I, I appreciate it. But, you know, it's it, it really is. Um, it's been an awesome journey and I think meeting people like you, um, you know, and all the cool people that we met in New York and, you know, my recent trip to, to uh, Southern California, hanging out with uh, Patty and Katrina, yeah. um, it, it, it shows me how awesome of a um, community that we were in. You know what I mean? We're separated by distance, but we're united by light. So I, uh, I think it's really cool. And I, I hope that we get to, you know, I, I know you and I are going to get together. We're going to make it a priority soon. Yeah. Um, but like to be able to meet other other folks that I admire, the works that I admire. And, and you could tell, you know, they're good people. Um, it's just such a cool community. Yeah, man. If you could, if you could, this is the question for you. Talking about location hunting. If you <laughs> actually metaphysically teleport through your yeah. house in your screen and go to GPS, man, where are you dropping in? And where you can take any light painting bag you want with you, any camera. What's the location you're going to? Well, dude, you know, you, my friend, I'm jealous of because you have traveled to, to me is the ultimate light paint location, which is the salt flat flats of Bolivia. Yeah, uh, I would love to go down there. And, I, and I've heard that, unfortunately, now with the political situation over there, things might be changing. Um, I know that uh, they're going to start. Uh, allowing more mining there so hopefully it doesn't uh, completely destroy the habitat the, the landscape but I, I would love to go to the salt flats um, but really you know I mean beauty is where you find it uh, I think any location is a dream location um, you know I, I being a Joshua tree I, I it, it blew my mind away blew my expectations away of how cool of a location that was um, the serenity of nature um, and, and, and just really being able to create so much great material in, in such a short amount of time, you know, but but your creativity flows when you're out in nature, I feel like. I, I think in the city, there's a lot of distractions, a lot of lights, a lot of things happening, but when you're out in nature, it's, just, it's a different feeling, you know, so I would love to do more, uh, you know, and we're, you and I are lucky that we live in the United States where we have the largest collection of beautiful national parks and landscapes. So it, it's it's going to be my eternal lifelong goal every year to travel to at least one national park and light paint and do some fun stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that's been our goal. Uh, we bought an annual park pass and we've been using it. Uh, a van in, in June. I'm not sure if you knew this, but we've been just uh -huh. vanning around. We've got all the camera equipment in the back um yeah i'm just pulling over we see a waterfall we hike to it we google we locate we you know we location hunt a little bit ourselves <laughs> thanks to you um and we figure out you know what time photo pills let's send a shout out to them because yeah. that can tell you a lot about when the moon's rising where the milky way is when the galactic center's open i use that a lot um and uh, yeah we actually literally just pulled in 
20 minutes ago from Joshua Tree. It'll be my. It was our second time out there. Um, yeah. We we got rained on 48 oh. hours straight. Oh no. Yeah. So I was a little bit disappointed, but you know, here's the good news though. I in the rain, I always do artistic walks, much like you do. Um, not necessarily location hunting, but it is actually a creative flow for me where I go out and I take a picture in the daytime with my iPhone even. Right. And then I'll say something like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to turn this huge rock boulder into a dinosaur. Or, like, I'll turn it in, like, I'll draw fangs on it. And I'll, I'll really do uh -huh. the cool and I'll put hair on it. You know, I'll right. do something creative where I can come back to that in spotlight, you know, 20 awesome light paintings that I like to get done. So I just got to right. have some better weather and some some cool compadres to come yeah. help me with the big projects well i think we need to i think we need to plan a future trip over there my friend i definitely think so man so you're yeah. so we're thinking chicago march of 2020 yeah um are you saying that based off my uh recent post uh, of course i mean okay. yeah i mean so right. awesome actually so it's Good segue because I, I yeah. did want to throw that out there of to course. podcast listeners. Absolutely, um, I I would love to uh, host you and all of our friends around the country and around the globe that are interested in coming down to Chicago. Um, I am working on some details here. You know, the the the, the trick with Chicago, as I, as I already mentioned, is that we have awesome um, skyline and 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 um, you know beautiful lake and a lot of our great architecture, but you know. Unfortunately, unfortunately, because of the way the city is run, uh, law enforcement tends to uh, be quick to to uh, to dispose of, you know, rotating artists. So, um, you know, I want to plan it in a way where there is going to be time for that. But then um, I actually have somebody that has access to an abandoned building about an hour away. Um, and I've been to this building before. It's, it used to be a, an old uh, cereal plant uh by kellogg and there's a grain silo there too um so it'd be cool if we get access to that yep and uh and and have people come down there but th there would be multiple options and i would love to again just to host everybody have people come down meet create um you know again depending on the turnout maybe even put together a little gallery you know something to really just uh put together the artist community uh, you know put a focus and, and spotlight on on us so the 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 pitch is coming out there um we're probably looking at end of end of march early april so um i'll probably i think the best way to gauge interest is going to be maybe throw a ch group chat together with um you know some of the regular folks and, and see what people think and if there's enough interest then we'll pull the trigger and get you guys down here that sounds awesome man yeah and we're hopefully looking forward to seeing you out in denver uh for the meteor jam uh, meetup yeah, 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 yeah. I saw Dan's putting that together for September of next year. So Ed is in pencil on the calendar. Yeah, it's amazing how these meetups, uh, it's not just a collaboration of just artistic skill, but it's honestly, for me, it's almost more important to actually have these dialogues, have exactly the conversation right. that you and I are having. In fact, the podcast idea not only came from just our meetup, but it came from a, several other meetups where I was like, man, we're sitting around during the daytime kind of waiting for nightfall. But right. we're having so much fun dialoguing about this passion and this art that we love. Yeah. And, and I'm bouncing off ideas that I'm having and they're bouncing off ideas off me. And we're like, well, what if we did this? And what if you know you didn't think about that? And it's just amazing. Not only does the art come out of it, it's amazing. But honestly, I think just getting to know the artists uh, is well, actually, for me, is so much more important. Right. Oh, I, I agree. That, that's why I loved our, our meetup in New York, because I felt like, 
you and I bonded pretty quickly. You know, I think we've got a pretty good, um, you know, we're similar in age, we're similar in life experience. I think we connect on, on a lot of different levels, not just artistically. And I think it's cool because when you find people that you connect with, I feel like you, you grow close, closer relationship and you're able to like share things. Um, and, and to me, it is, it, it's, you know, you guys are, you guys are a family to me, you know, I've been, I've been light painting for about three years and I feel like you guys are, are my new artistic family. And so, you know, um, the opportunity to have conversations and just talk and, shoot the shit and you know even just talk life stuff you know totally. um, I, I i'm always down for that so it's it, it's good to connect and you know we'll, we, we we've got to do it on a on a more regular basis um but uh you know the opportunities are always there yeah man yeah man so segue do you have your tickets to the rise of skywalker not yet but okay. I, will, I will be there my friend i will be there but more importantly than Rise of Skywalker, are you watching The Mandalorian? Ah, I have not, but I should. I just well, I just got back from J Tree, so I didn't oh, have right. cell coverage. But oh. yes, yes, I will be on it. I will be on it, my friends. Yes. Yes. Okay, because I've got two words for you. This is kind of a spoiler. That's okay. Give it to me. Baby Yoda. That's all. That's all I got to tell oh, you. Dude. Baby Yoda. That's all I got to tell you. Oh. Where I got, they're on their second episode, their third episode airs on Friday, and uh, it, it's blown me away on how good it is. It, it, it's, it, I was having this conversation with somebody recently about about the show because it's, you know, it's a serialized show. I think it's just like eight episodes. Um, the problem with some of the Star Wars movies, I love them all, but I feel like, especially those middle trilogy ones, felt like they they took too long on certain things and they rushed the most important things right so story-wise because i'm a big you know again as a filmmaker i'm a I'm, I'm, sure. I'm about story i'm about careful carefully constructed characters three-dimensional characters getting to know them knowing their backstory things like that so with a tv show like this one you're getting to know this singular character and you're going on a journey with them and you're not rushing through things and uh all this uh you know, I, and I'm an action guy. And so the first episode was very action packed. The second episode was more storytelling. So I appreciated that. So again, that's, I'm going to leave you with, if you don't have the Disney plus thing, sign up for it, watch those episodes. You will, we'll talk again. Cause you will I agree. Love it, dude. I love it. So I want to talk to you though, about this beautiful photo. I'm going to have it uh, better on the podcast. Yeah. But this, yeah. this, this photo uh, if, of, of all your photos really, 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 really talks to me. It really speaks to me. And it, it goes back to you uh, in, in your caption of this, of this photo saying, hey, when I went back to the same location, I just love doing this because I'm better as an artist. I've grown and I, I know the composition. Walk me through the differences between your first uh picture there and then this picture when you came back and absolutely grand slammed it over the v wall dude uh well thank you for the very kind praise um you know i, I think again it's just a lot of the things that you go through as an artist um you look at things through a different filter so i really like that location it's a pedestrian bridge that's really unused uh, and it's off a really commercial street. So uh, I found I found just the location itself to be pretty intriguing. 
Um, and then obviously all these like leading lines, um, the brick structure is very um, compact, but at the same time, there's a scale to it, you know? Um, so when we shot it the first time, first off, I was using the Magilite. And, you know, I, I had the Magilite for a while uh, as what I thought would be the replacement to the tubes. But then I... I learned that it was not a replacement. And then I started learning a little bit about the backstory, which I don't know. I'm doing a little bit of drinking right now. So maybe by the end of the podcast, I might, you know, okay, hear some of the stories here. Sure. Um, but, 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 we'll, but we'll just leave it at this, that it, I, I felt like the Magilite wasn't, um, I went back to the tubes and especially once Eric started selling his tubes yeah. um, and I wasn't using, um, my my homemade tubes that I was producing a better light. So first of all, just from the standpoint of just shooting it with with what I felt were better tubes. And then the person that I used in the first shot, and she's super cool. Um, I, I worked with her before. I, you know, she's an actress and a model, um, and I and I think that she's an awesome model. But she wasn't. Um, I don't think she was prepared for the type of shoot that we were doing the first time around. And just because, again, and not through her fault or you know, anybody's fault, but I just felt like I, I needed to use somebody differently. And and I, that night um, I was doing a shoot with AirFit, which is the aerial fitness studio. And so one of the um, one of the gals that I was working with, I had a pre approached her beforehand, and I was like, oh, if you don't have plans afterwards you want to um, hang out afterwards, you can shoot a couple spots around the city. And she agreed and she came prepared and uh, she killed it. So I think to me, it was just a combination of, um, you know, coming back there a year after, probably a little bit over a year after I shot there the first time, um, much more confident with how I would you know, spin my tube and using the tubes, having a model that, um, you know, was... I wouldn't use the word athletic, but she was more prepared to sort of pose for this, especially since we had just gotten off the shoot. Um, and then, um, and then, you know, again, once you approach a location, like I, I approached, um, there's been a couple of locations that I've approached multiple times. And I feel like every time I go back, because I already know the location, I can go back and figure out the best angles, you know? So, so it, that, that to me was, the path and you know again it's just a it's just a um a, a uh analogy of how you are as an artist right you start off at a certain spot and you grow and you learn things and you add layers and you know and, and it's just that journey so i appreciate you pointing that picture out because it, it does it is a good reflection of growth and, and change as an artist so so thank you. Um, you know, it was fun to shoot it. And we got, I think the first time I had posted it, it had gotten almost like a thousand likes, um, you know, which likes schmikes, but uh, it's it's always good to, to get recognition on, 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 you know, on work that you, you feel good about. Absolutely, brother. And I want to segue, uh, not to, I, I thank you. That was amazing. Um, you found this model at AirFit. How did, how did you find AirFit in general did you approach, mm. did they approach you as as artists we're always looking as light painters specifically right. how do we how do we number one put on workshops how do we get involved with commercial work for this right. beautiful 
you know? So tell us a little bit about that because I think there's a lot of light painters in the community that are looking to maybe do something like this. Yeah, you know, I, I have to say, um, my entire journey through light painting has been a blessing because to me, I've always looked at things from the standpoint of, of not just doing the work, but the journey that you go through, right? So you, I feel like people come in and out of your life for a certain reason. I'm gonna, again, not to throw a long-winded story, but I feel like I have to tell, explain the whole background on how I got to that point. So about two years ago, uh, there was a, a young uh, woman that had approached me just through DM um, about my light paint work. And she's like, oh, your work's cool. Um, can you give me some tips? And, and I happened to see that she was located in Chicago. I said, well, you know, if you want to, uh, let's just meet up one day and I can kind of show you some things and, and, and we'll go from there. So I met her and, uh, and this was like, yeah, a little bit less than two years ago, but this was probably like spring of 2018. So, um, we met and she, uh, she was cool. And then we hung out a couple times and then she, um, we did a shoot in the lakefront. This was probably one of my favorite shoots, uh, cause this is where I met Emily Yen and Emily is, yeah, you know the name. So Emily is a super awesome, um, super talented, uh, uh, yogi aerialist, um, just overall good human being that I, I've had the fortune to work with for some time. And so I met her there through Angelica, who was the girl that introduced us because she had just worked with her um, like the week prior and just did a shoot with her. So she brought her with just for, just to bring her with. And so we hit it off and she loved it. And we're like, oh, let's shoot again. And then we just started shooting all of 2018. So all of last year, you know, from like early spring through the whole year, we just pretty much shot almost every weekend. And so, you know, a lot of the stuff that I did last year, she's in. And so once it started getting cold, we were like, oh, no, light paint season's over. But we're like, but is it? No. And so she happens to be an instructor at AirFit. Um, and so we did a couple shoots there just for fun. And, um, you know, the first couple of times it was just a couple people. And then the third time it was just like this gaggle of ladies that just showed up. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of intense. Fun shoot. But, um, yeah, it, from there, it just kind of developed. And then the, the studio owners contacted me, and they have multiple locations. So last this year, I, I shot at four of their locations. And then just, you know, they were just kind of come as you go. We would work with about 10 of their students and, just, you know, do these shoots. Um, and then, um, I haven't made this official announcement. I think I maybe put it out there, but, uh, the CEO of aerial fitness got in touch with me and she offered me a contract, um, to shoot all of their locations for 2020. So I will be traveling to, uh, Charlotte, Phoenix. Uh, I did LA last year, but uh, I'm hoping to go back cause that was a ton of fun. Uh, Denver, New York, Alaska, um, so it, 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 honestly, it's just a blessing and an opportunity. And I, and I think the, the, the part of the reason why I was able to sort of land this gig is, uh, and, and I hate to sort of toot my own horn, but, but, but I feel like there's a level of professionalism that I bring to the table, not just the artistry. Um, I bust my ass. Um, you know, I, I work really hard. 
um, and and it isn't just to it isn't to show off. It it really is just a reflection of my personality. Like I, I I'm constantly hustling. I I go to sleep at one in the morning and I wake up at five a.m. You know I I don't um, you know whether it's I've got a regular day job, I've got kids, you know I've got a home life, I, I've got all these things, but I've got artistic life, and so I'm constantly working, constantly hustling. So I think that was recognized. Um, and then just a level of professionalism. So I, I think now that I'm done with the story to sort of answer your question, I think that it is really incumbent on, you know, artists and any light painters that are really interested in doing commercial work to get a good sense of themselves, not just as artists, but business professionals, you know, have a professional website, um, curate your material, um, you know, make sure you have a clear message, have a clear vision, um, you know, and, 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 and avoid, you know, any kind of drama uh, publicly with things, you know, I think that always helps. Uh, although sometimes I like to stir the pot a little bit. <laughs> yes, we do that. <laughs> have fun. Um, but I think, you know, those are the things that really attract uh, businesses. And, 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 and I think that for us, and I know that you've done some stuff too, and Obviously, um, you know, commercial work is, uh, you know, some people might be on the fence about it. Some people might be purists and, you know, want to just kind of do things for the art, which is great. But, um, you know, making money and, 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 and traveling for the work, I don't see absolutely anything wrong with it, my friend. I don't either, my friend. We're so proud of you, dude. Cheers. I'm, yes. Cheers, man. That's awesome. And I, I want to, something you said that really fascinated me was, was your professionalism, and I, and I noticed that as well when I was around you, how you orchestrated the set, um, how you worked well with people that maybe didn't know uh, exactly what they were doing. Um, and I think uh, when I was watching your behind the scenes, which actually is, is in your uh, profile, I think you can go uh -huh. to the scenes of your uh, stories. Yeah. I, was, I was amazed, brother. I was so inspired and amazed that you could put on this workshop there at AirFit and people that have never picked up a light tube before are literally making beautiful images because you are such a good teacher. Your sons are so lucky to have you. Um, yeah, you. And, and this is this is amazing. So can you walk us through because you're having such such success with these workshops? And I want to plug the next one because you're going to have one hopefully sometimes hmm. for these yeah. people. Can you walk me through uh, what you're saying to somebody new? Um, what's like an ABC or one, two, three of a tube spin, uh, and kind of walk us through for those, of, for those of us that don't know really what tube spins are and what a Jedi does. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to take credit for it because all I did was regurgitate the same information that Eric Paré's put on his website. Um, but, 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 you know, it, it's, there, there is a big learning curve that I undertook when I learned how to do this and, and I tried to avoid uh, uh, directly or, or, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a proud person, so I don't like to ask. I kind of like to figure things out, but because I feel like when you figure things out, that's when it makes most sense. You know what I mean? Um, but I do feel like there's, um, condensed knowledge that I can give people. Like, for example, I, we did this. So just to clarify what I do with AirFit is in workshops, they're, 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 um, they're booked shoots basically with, with the, with the aerialists. So, so I, you know, they pay me to do, you know, we'll do whatever amount of people at during a session and they'll get their edits and, 
things of that nature. But um, sometimes I will have people there that'll kind of shadow me and you know, I'll teach them a little bit. Um, but for example, I just did a, a, a workshop with uh, Shy Shooters, uh, local hub here in Chicago. And that was a lot of fun because they were, you know, very interested folks in learning how to how to do tube spin. And, and to me, the there's few there's a lot of different things right but but to me um i'd probably say about four or five core things that are important for tube spins are having the right equipment right so for example having a properly um uh having the proper flashlight uh having the right tubes um having a tube cap which is a, a lesson that i that i learned uh and thankfully look uh eric makes these awesome caps because even if i make custom um, tubes. I'll always be using Eric's caps because they're perfect and, you know, they, yep. they, they, they create the right light. Um, but I think the most important thing is knowing your light, right? Knowing your environment, knowing your light. And if you see, if you are in the city, just because there's a ton of ambient light doesn't mean you can't get a great shot. You just have to know yep. how to expose your camera, right? I yep. always tell people, expose your background first, right? Don't, don't, you know, don't go for don't go for the light. The light is secondary. It's the it's the whole frame that you have to focus in on, right? So, for example, a lot of the shots will 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 shoot the skyline, and and the skyline, especially if you're at a closer distance, can be very bright. So you don't want to do a shot where you've got an f5 and you're just blowing out your skyline. Um, so it's really about balancing that light. You know, whether you have all this ambient light that you have to work with, or if you have a completely dark sky. Um, one thing that I didn't incorporate until recently, and just because of Eric, is um, when you have a very dark environment, you can go up really high. I, I, I always had this stupid rule about, oh, my ISO can't go up above 800 or, or 200 or 100. Uh, but I'm like, no, wait a minute. I, I can bump my ISO up because if I really want to expose, you know, especially when we're in Joshua Tree, like I want to expose that sky first, you know, and, and, and get a very nice uh like luckily that that day we had a full moon so we had a very lit background that i didn't really need to do much but to me i would say that would be the number one rule just really exposing your background first and then from there you can adjust your light because you're you know unless if you have the proper flashlight you can go from a really heavy light to a very light light so yeah yeah how do you expose your uh your models Zoe? do you do you, uh do you like your models um do i like them do you no? do you do you like them, like <laughs> do you them. them up? no i you know so so interesting that you mentioned that because i i've never i've never until recently lit the models because they you know again it was just sort of this sort of purist approach to like oh well it's hand lit and only one you know which is fine i think there's certain looks that lend themselves well but again I think like, for example, the, the bridge shot that you, that yeah. you pointed out that I did not light her because again, properly lighting, uh, or, or exposing your background. I had, uh, I had an overhead light from coming from the bridge that again, I found that light. I'm like, this is going to bounce off of her. So it's going to expose her. I've got an exposed background and now I'm going to adjust my tube settings to, to, to match that light. So I try not to, I try to do it naturally, but, um, you know, light paint tools has this really cool, awesome portrait light, which I'm really loving. Yeah. So when I, when I'm doing more portrait style stuff in the studio, um, I've been trying to implement that more and I will, because I think, you know, again, 
I don't think there's a proper way to do it. I think it's just a preference. Some people like silhouettes. Some people like exposing. Some people like middle of the approach. I like it all, personally. I, there's some stuff that I'm just like, oh, this looks really cool, because, and, but I can't see her face at all, but I like this shot. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, no, I should have put a little light on her, you know. Um, so I think it's just it's just personal preference. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay, brother, I got to ask you, uh, what is your one song that you're going to add to the master playlist? We're putting this together. And by the way, uh, for, for those who are watching and listening, there is an actual playlist on Spotify. Uh, these podcasts can be found on Spotify and iTunes. But, Zoe, give us, give us your motivational uh, one song, brother. What are we going to add to it? Okay, so I'm not gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. Yeah, that, because I think it's a very perfect. Um, um, I think it's a very perfect. First of all, I'm a fan of this genre of music. I think it's just upbeat, and I like upbeat music. But first of all, the name of the song alone is awesome, and I think it just fits perfectly with the theme of light painting. And I'm trying to. Stall for time here while I while I pull it up. All right, hold on. Let's see if you can hear it. <clears throat> Sorry. It's okay, man. And of, and of course, and of course, there's a commercial playing because it's YouTube. <laughs> there you go. The good news, buddy, I can edit that out. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, cool. Don't okay. worry. Don't worry. There you go. I know this one. You know this one? Of course. Here it goes. Flashlight. Yes, dude. I love it. Flashlight. Oh, George Clinton and the P-Funk Funkadelic. So Flashlight, I think, would be a great song to add to that playlist. Brother, that is spectacular. Thank you so much, man. Um, I got to ask you one final question, Zoe, as we got to wrap this up. Obviously, we didn't get to nearly any of the stuff that I'd like to. This is part one of many that we're going to have you back on the show. Awesome, man. If, if I can make a Hogwarts, a light painter's school for little Padawans that want to come and actually learn this art form, what do you – Let's picture seven as the first graduating class. Dude, what what are you going to teach this class? Uh, what's your one gift you're going to teach? Um, well, let, let's start off with the obvious, the location scouting. So I'd be the Absolutely. location, uh, you know, a guru. I, I think that's I think that's amazing, brother. Uh, like I said, that is your true gift. That is a gift that you've given me, and as well as, as hopefully other people after watching this, um, it's that it's that really one true thing that I've that I've really taken to heart from you. And every single one of my photos from here on says there's a piece of Zoe in each one of my heart, oh. dude. No, seriously, thank you so much, man. That, that uh, is too kind of you, my friend. Dude, it's it's the God's honest truth. And Zoe, where can we find your work, man? I mean, you've got stuff all over the place, but let's Zoe After Dark with underscores on Instagram. Um, tell us more. Where can we find you? Um, well, uh, you know what? Actually, uh, my Instagram is probably my best place. Um, I've got a Facebook, but that's more personal stuff. Although I've got a light painter, a ton of light painter friends there. Um, but yeah, uh, Zoe underscore After underscore Dark. Um, I had a website. I kind of 
kind of shut it down. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like, I'm not really using it. Although, you know, I, I get a lot of business inquiries there, but I may retool it. I don't know. Um, you know, I, as, as much as I like to take things seriously, sometimes I like to take things not too seriously. Um, but I think the gram is, is, is the best way to find me, man. I love it, dude. Well, we'll find, I'll find you on the gram, man. I love when I see your stuff come across my feed. It's, it's always makes me smile. And I always think of you, dude. Fist pump through the screen. I'd give you a big hug if I was there, dude. I can't wait to light paint with you again, man. And I hope that's, uh, hopefully it's sooner than later. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Well, it was a pleasure on my end. Thank you. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to say a couple things. Please. Um, you, my friend, are uh, an amazing spirit. Um, you, you, uh, you bring a lot of light literally to, to this community. So, um, and I'm, uh, and I'm a big fan of your work as well, because you, you, um, have evolved a, a ton o over the last year. Uh, you, you know, uh, you actually taught me a, a bunch of things too. So th this is this, this mutual love fest goes both ways. Um, you know, I think prior to us meeting, I, I was very uh, sort of rigid in my approach. And I think you, uh, through you and through other folks, have taught me to really expand on things. And, and, and uh, th there's been a creative path. And I think us meeting has been uh, an amazing uh, time for, for growth. So I appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing for this community through this podcast. Um, so everybody show Aaron some love here, uh, you know, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, look him up, stalk him, whatever, um, good people. So thank you, um, so much. And, uh, yeah, man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta hook up soon. Sooner than later, brother. All right. Until then, peace, man. Keep making those beautiful, uh, artworks, hey, man. Love it. All right. Peace. Bye-bye.